There's a saying, don't let anyone dull your sparkle. And if you've ever experienced that, it feels like someone is putting out the flame inside of your soul. And it's like your energy level is completely depleted or like your pilot light inside of you is just blown out. You know, like in a furnace, there's a pilot light that is constantly on fire. It's like a little flame that is constantly burning. And I think of the same analogy for inside of our body we have a little flame that is constantly burning and it burns brighter when we're happy and it may burn a little bit lower or less when we're sad or depressed. And when we're around someone that is mean to us or negative towards us, that will shift our sparkle or it will shift our internal flame. And that's where the saying goes, you know, it comes from, you know, don't let anyone dull your sparkle. And I experienced this one time I was taking a class and the the class had just started. It was a brand new semester and the instructor who I really like and I've had before the, the instructor wanted all of us to go around the room and introduce ourselves and explain how long we'd been in the program and just say a little something about ourselves and I think I was the last person to speak. Yeah, I was the last person to speak. And I knew a couple people in class cuz I had classes with them before. But there was this one guy that I never had a class before. I met him briefly before, but I I didn't know him. So this was he was a stranger to me and this is the first class I had him with. So I was kind of like interested in getting to know him as a person and as a student. But when we got around to him, he introduced himself and he and he explained how long he's been in the program. And then he turned to me and he said, "I slept with you." And I like turned around and looked behind me cuz I thought there was someone, I thought there was a student behind me that he was talking to. And when I turned around to look to see if there was someone behind me, there was no one there. And I realized he was talking to me. And I had this really strange feeling like I didn't know what he was talking about. I had no memory of like I I met him briefly once before. He was with his fiance and I was with my classmate and but I I felt like I was being gaslit, but I was being humiliated in front of everyone. And it stopped the class. And everyone's looking at me and I could feel my face like f- just flushing because I felt embarrassed, but I also felt really confused like why is this person saying this about me when clearly this never happened? I'm a married woman. 
he's engaged, but why would you say this in front of everyone when you're a stranger to me? But what's interesting inside of me, I could feel my sparkle or I could feel this pilot light go out. And I could feel my energy inside of my body drop like a lead balloon. And I felt like I was being psychologically manipulated, psychologically abused. And I felt like I, I, I didn't want to, I don't want to say I lost my voice because I didn't lose my voice. I felt like I had to bite my tongue because I felt rage inside of me building up because I really felt humiliated. And the thing that bothered me the most was the idea that this man was almost finished with our program. He was almost done and he was going to be a psychoanalyst, a licensed psychoanalyst. And that part for me was the most frightening because it's like if you can gaslight me as a classmate, what the fuck are you going to do to your patients? That's the part that was most disturbing for me. That the level of manipulation and humiliation that I felt as a classmate, as an equal, as a, I considered him a colleague. And this is how you treat me as a woman. And so when we continued around the circle and it came to me and I introduced myself and I said how long I had been in the program. And this was a few years ago that this happened. And I since quit the, quit the program, by the way. It's like this is the type of people that this program is cranking out. Um, it's a little frightening to me that this person is going to actually have their own patients. And this is how he treats females. And I'm a colleague I'm not a patient. And so when it came to me, I said to him, I don't know what you're talking about. You're a stranger to me. And then the instructor kind of dismissed the conversation and then we just started class. But I felt like I was left with this feeling of just feeling embarrassed and humiliated and like, why would he say that? And so I ended up talking to my therapist about it. And she said to me, I think you need to talk about this more in class. I think you need to address it more. And so the following week when we started out the class, I said, I need to talk about this. And the instructor tried to shut me down. And he's like, you need to talk about this now in class? And I said, absolutely, I need to talk about this now. Because this isn't appropriate. 
And I said, in my world and where I've come from, I've come from corporate America, working for, for corporations. In my world where I come from, this would be considered sexual harassment. And if we were colleagues working in business, you would be fired for sexual harassment. Because that's what this is. You are sexually harassing me. You put this out there in this space, something that's not even true. I don't know why you did it. And quite frankly, I don't care why you did it. But I consider it sexual harassment and it's inappropriate behavior. And it's a way for you to degrade and demean a woman. And in psychoanalysis, the thing that I learned, this is a technique that narcissists do. It's called degrading the object. And this is what narcissists do. They degrade you. They put you down. And by putting you down, it makes them feel better about themselves. And that's what he did to me. He degraded me. Why? I don't care why. Because I'm standing up for myself. Nothing ever happened to him. I'm sure he's completed the program now. I quit the program. I think he has patience now. Which, God help the females that he has that are patients. Because I see right through his manipulative behavior as a psychoanalyst. And I'm not going to shut up. You started it. You tried to put out my flame. And you tried to dull my sparkle. Well, let me tell you something. You just ignited a bonfire inside of me. And when you allow someone to take away your happiness and dull your sparkle, you can become depressed. You can become angry. And I did. I shut down when that happened to me in class. I went quiet. And my therapist told me, you need to talk about this. You need to tell them how you feel. So I did. And he explained to me in class, he apologized, by the way, and explained that this is the way his father treats his mother. Well, I don't care how your father treats your mother. I personally don't care. I will not tolerate behavior from another person. I will not tolerate it being treated like this because I don't deserve it. You are a complete stranger to me. And when people treat me poorly, I'm going to call them out on it. You try to put out my flame, I will ignite a bonfire. 
and you will regret ever doing this to me. Again, this man was my colleague studying psychoanalysis, and I'm pretty sure he's now a therapist, which is, again, I'm going to keep repeating this, is frightening to me. And I really hope that females that go to him realize very quickly that he is not safe. Because I know in the very short time that I had one class with him, how much anxiety I experienced and how much just, I felt like I experienced like this jarring, not shock, but it's like he put out my flame. It was like my sparkle dulled. And this is what pathological narcissists do. They deliberately try to shut down your sparkle. They try to dull your sparkle. Pay attention to this because when you are happy or excited or you know looking forward to something, the narcissist will swoop in and they'll say something to you, targeted to you, and it will put out your flame. It will dull your sparkle. And they're deliberately doing this to hurt you. And the reason that they do this is because they're so miserable. They can't stand other people being happy. They can't stand it. They they want to see this man is miserable. And he can't stand like I remember walking in class. I remember you know, laughing in class. And I remember being excited about this class. I remember exactly what this class was that I took. I remember being happy taking a class again with this instructor because I like this instructor. And this man has to cut down and degrade women because this is what his dad did. And this is what his dad did to his mom over and over and over. You chip away at someone's psyche, you will make them mentally ill. I'm not going to tolerate that behavior because that's psychological abuse. And I will not tolerate a second time. And it didn't happen a second time with this person. It only happened once. And I'm going to keep talking about it. I talked about it in class. I'm going to keep talking about it. Because there's something called freedom of speech. This person's not my patient. He was never my patient. He was my colleague. And I still to this day remember how he made me feel. But I learned from that experience, I learned that I will never let anyone 
dull my flame, dull my sparkle, or take away my happiness. That belongs to me. The, his pathology is his problem. His being miserable in his life is his problem. Don't allow other people's misery to infiltrate into your life. And all it takes is one comment. One comment that's not true. And if he said that to me one-on-one, it probably wouldn't have bothered me because it's like, oh, yeah, right. In your dreams. I would have said it like that, like in your dreams. But the fact that he said it in front of an entire class is what bothered me because he humiliated me in front of everyone. And the, the thing is, is they don't know if it's true or not. The only people that know if it's true or not are he and I. And he knows that. So the people that walk away in class, they don't know who's telling the truth. And that's what makes it so destructive. That's what makes it so fucking evil. I mean, if I was single and I was dating, and he was single and he was dating, I would not touch that man with a 10-foot pole. There's nothing appealing about him. And his character, if this is the way he is, he needs a lot more therapy, in my opinion. If this is the way he treats people, he does not deserve to be licensed yet. And I think that the idea or the thought of him being licensed is really quite frightening, unless he's only dealing with men. And that raises a question. You know, why did his father degrade women so much? Is his dad even straight? What man degrades his wife so much unless he's a closeted gay man? If you're continuously degrading your spouse of the opposite sex, maybe you need to get kind of look at your own sexuality. And perhaps this man does too. There's something very perverse and um, I'm trying to think of the word. It's almost used as a weapon sex is used as a weapon or it's used as a I'm trying to think of the word uh, like I've done this and it's like unless it's like a date rape situation I have zero memory of being involved with you or even sitting next to you I'm not even sitting next to him in, in that class 
That's what makes it so weird. It's like, but this is an example of gaslighting. And this is another tool that narcissists use. They gaslight you. They distort your reality to make you feel crazy. <laughs> That's what's so dangerous about this person. He's going to become a therapist. But my point is, don't let them dull your sparkle, as hard as it is. And I've made a point of when someone does something like that, I talk about it. And I make it, instead of a, a sparkle, I make it into a bonfire. I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to keep talking about this man for years on end. I'm going to make a spectacle of him. He doesn't deserve to be a therapist. He needs, he needs, he's the one that should be the patient. This is how you treat women, colleagues. You are not a healthy man. You're a, mis a misogynist. If you were a healthy man, you would respect women. You would respect female colleagues. You would ask me questions and sit and listen and get to know me as a person, but you didn't. You chose a different path. A, a path that was really quite slimy and grimy and just gross and very um, immature. Something like a 15-year-old would say. Not a 40-something-year-old man who's, who's now a dad. God help your daughter. You're going to degrade your daughter too? Because that's the problem. You know, it's generational trauma that gets passed down. And that's what happened with him. You know, his dad degraded his mother by cutting her down, mocking her, making fun of her. You know, she, he would talk about how his mother is psychotic. I wonder why. And now he's behaving exactly the same way. And this is when trauma gets passed down. The same behavior gets passed down. And if he doesn't change it and he doesn't heal from it, he's going to treat his wife and his daughter the exact same way. And they will become psychotic, just like his mom. And that's the problem. When people don't get treatment for their bad behavior, it gets passed down to, throughout the generations. He did apologize. But I don't forget. And I'm not going to be quiet. And I'm not going to sit back and be this meek little female. I'm going to talk about it. You brought it up. You started it. I'm going to keep talking about it. In fact, I might write a book about it. When a man dulls your sparkle. Don't let anyone dull your sparkle. This is a message for females. Do not let anyone dull your sparkle. 
We've all been in situations where we've been so happy or excited about something and then someone comes along and says something that makes you doubt everything that you're doing or thinking or even who you are. Maybe this hasn't happened to you, but I'll raise my hand because it's happened to me and it's not pleasant. You know, I've accomplished a lot of things in my in my life. You know, I've I have several degrees. I've traveled a lot in my lifetime. I've started a business and and yet you got just one person that will chip away at you, that will just go after, you know, will make one comment and that one comment will just really hurt you psychologically. And, and dull your sparkle. That's where you really have to protect yourself because these people, in my opinion, are like monsters. And they deliberately, they're like a heat-seeking missile. You know, they will target you to try to destroy you. Like this man's father, his mother is psychotic. I wonder why. It's, it's called attacking the ego. When a person is negative towards you and says something hurtful deliberately, it's called attacking the ego. This man attacked my ego. He wasn't pleasant. He wasn't kind. He wasn't caring. He wasn't even professional. But, you know, the thing is, is I believe in karma and he's going to get the wrong patient that is going to come after him. I, I, I have no doubt he's going he's gonna to trigger the wrong patient. And that patient will claim sexual harassment. I can already see it happening. Or maybe that's my fantasy, that he loses his license because of some sexual harassment comment. Because I experienced it. I experienced it. It's stressful. And it throws you off track. And that's what they like. They like to throw you off track. You know, I, I started the class, you know, thinking we're going to talk about the material that we read that we read in class and, you know, our reading and, and talking about case studies. But no, we're talking about me and this guy. And that's the thing with narcissists. They love the attention. They will wreak havoc and create chaos and destruction. They love it. They love it because it's all about them. They'll do anything and everything to get attention. I mean, everyone's entitled to his or her opinion. But I choose whether or not it affects me. This did affect me. I'm at a professional institution. This was not professional. In my opinion, this person should have been kicked out of the school. But nope, he's still there. 
So my point is, if someone is trying to steal your joy or your sparkle or your flame, just remember this. You have the power to choose if they do or if they don't. You have the power to choose. It's a lesson that I learned. It took me a long time to learn this lesson because in the moment you're hurt, in the moment you're asking like, why did this person do this? I start obsessing over why the person did it. That doesn't matter. It's not about them, it's about you. It's about you taking your power back. It's about you taking control back and saying, uh-uh, not today. You have the power to choose if they do or if they don't steal your joy or steal your sparkle or steal your flame. I choose to not let them. In fact, I turn my sparkle into a bonfire and I'm going to shine bright as hell. And I'm going to talk louder and shine brighter. And I'm going to be a flame that shoots up to the sky. Because you know what? No one dulls my sparkle. No one. And no one should dull your sparkle, sparkle either. I hope this helps.